Welcome to Shonen Trash, where you watch an anime series each week and decide if it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm Space Bruce Lee, Vincent Perez. And I'm Cryo Frozen Gambling Lady, Kevin Bobbitt. And this week we are exploring yet another Watanabe classic, Cowboy Bebop, with our special guest, Drew Wise. Hey, how's it going, guys? Drew, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) What's going on, Drew? Oh, man. Uh, Thanks for having me. and I'm so excited to talk about this anime. It's a good, it's a good uh, anime I, to talk I f- about. I figured to have anybody on the show <laughs> for for this show, it had to be you. Well, I'm honored uh, for how much it's... bebop stuff that you're into and stuff that you make. Man, it is. It's it's the best. It's the best anime, I think. You know what's what's funny? And I just thought about this. So far, I've had Glenn on, and we did Samurai Champloo. I've got you on for for this. <laughs> I gotta get Mark on to do Space Dandy. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. And Mark doesn't really watch anime, which is like the best part of that. To complete is... the Watanabe Yeti trifecta. Yes. Right. You could have Mike do like weird, obscure stuff <laughs> that people don't God, know about. Mike. <laughs> Uh, so for people who don't know who you are and what you do, who are you and what do you do? <laughs> uh, well, my name is Drew Wise. I am a graphic designer, t-shirt artist, animator, video game artist, just basically a whole bunch of things relating to art. I do them <laughs> and I've done them for quite a long time. Uh, you've seen probably shirts anywhere from at the yeti and to loot crate to official stuff with star wars and marvel um i'm currently working on graphics for a video game for little bub that internet cat um all kinds of crazy stuff um just anything that's interesting and uh fun and challenging i'm trying to get involved in some way uh yeah <laughs> So you wear a lot of hats, and you have your fingers in a lot of pies. Yes. Yeah. Delicious. I I made a comment about this. I think after, it was after MAGFest this year, where I every time I turned around, I saw something you had worked on. Like, they're from, from stuff at, from, of course, the stuff at the Yeti. There was stuff <laughs> over at um, oh, yeah. Gamer's Booth. You had stuff over there. Uh, I know you do stuff with I'm 8-Bit. Yeah, I was, um, well, um, I, I first, uh, I've always kind of wanted to be an artist since I was even, like, a kid in kindergarten, and uh, I was always encouraged by my family and friends, you know, oh, you're you're such a good artist, and, you know, anytime there's, like, a teen project in class, you know, I'd be first picked, so I was always part of, like, you know, my, my, my image and kind of what made me, you know, give me confidence and so i've just naturally wanted to become an artist since then and uh after high school i went to college art institute in fort lauderdale and studied animation i wanted to work at like pixar and do cartoons and things like that and uh got a bachelor's in animation and the industry is just near impossible to get in unless you do like an amazing short film and just get your foot in the door that way because uh a lot of that is kind of done outside of the u.s and it's also mm-hmm. you know you're competing with people who've done that for 10 15 years just trying to get jobs and uh even if you'll take less pay it's still a difficult industry to get into so i ended up doing graphic design and t-shirt stuff kind of early on when the daily tea thing was just starting um with uh like it was like woot and t fury just kind of come out um 
and I had a couple big hits and that just became my income just doing freelance and t-shirts and the industry kind of exploded and uh kind of reached out and did as much as I could and anytime I'd be like oh this is a cool company I would just reach out and do something and kind of held on to any of those clients I've gotten so that's kind of where the reason why I have like stuff in all these different companies just because you know my my hustle to get all these cool freelance gigs you know to get better at what I do and take care Gotta of myself and family yeah exactly man it's uh that's Jesus that's that's baller it's <laughs> It's it's pretty it's it's one of the important things you learn I think as you get better at something is just having confidence in what you do and being able to kind of stand by it like like they really like a great band I'd love and so I'd be like hell I'm just gonna do a concept sketch for a gig poster and email it to them and they love it and then they print it and it's at the show like that's just there's no need to network really you know in person if you just have enough confidence and you put enough you know effort into what you want to do and chances are it'll work out so i mean that's how much you guys so yeah yeah you just you just kind of force us all to sit down and you know hang out and and we're happy for kevin, it because kevin you're awesome. just forced himself in like yep. hey guys i want to be friends with you guys now if that's I'm, okay i'm here now <laughs> i just kind oh, of fit. You guys do awesome t-shirts i bought those i'm gonna hang out with you I just feel within like the tortured artist mindset where it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to leave everyone alone and (laughs) hang out by myself and see what happens. Yeah, Kevin, I I remember like uh, you for, I think, years, it would be like you'd be like the number one Yeti fan, like always chatting and hanging out and online and things like that. And just, uh, yeah, that's definitely the the long con. (laughs) I I I will let people know that are listening to this. That doesn't always work. Don't always do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, got very lucky. With I that. don't know. Connor does a pretty good job, right? Like, hey, Domino's. Connor. What is going on? Uh, Connor is goddamn everywhere. He would have been the person that would have saved Vine. I swear to God. Yes. Yes. So good. Anyway. Oh, so naturally, I'm influenced by games and anime and film and all those things. And, uh, excited to talk about one of my all-time favorites cowboy bebop with you guys and um i still want that poster you made it's uh it's in the queue ready to print i think um oh so i just in case people don't know that's uh there's um a a thing that kind of happens now for artists who do posters and graphic design stuff they'll um they'll do basically an open commission a Facebook group and they'll reach out to fans and people like hey I'm an artist here's some of my previous work you know I want to do a screen printed poster like edition of a hundred um, do you guys want to chip in on the getting that made and you know helping pay for the costs and then everyone gets a copy of it and uh, it's become a pretty big scene um, just to get like really special things made into giant beautiful posters you know not needing the license and uh, being able to afford you know the 800 900 bucks it costs the screen print like a 10 color poster so um i had always I had my had my hand in the the poster collecting scene for a while and so a couple like a couple guys have reached out to have me do posters and some people have joined them and um commissioned me to do posters and they've been a lot of fun the most recent one is uh for cowboy bebop and uh 
I put it looks so. I good. put a ton it of effort looks... into it. Thanks so much. Um, it looks so good. I want to see this now. Yes, uh, I'll send it to you. Um, but so that is finally going to be screen pigeon. I think in a week or two. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited to do something for that show. Cause it's you know I like to do something that's dedicates to things that inspire me and which are great and kind of throw my own spin on what I might think a poster would be or whatever for any sort of deal. And that's kind of what I do with shirts too. Like, Hey, you know, this game's great and obscure. Let's make a shirt for it. What would I like and the fans would like. And so that's kind of my go-to scenario for any of Who doesn't like design. a Tycho Drum Master t-shirt? Yes. I mean, it's, it's a lot easier <laughs> to, to, to create things when it's stuff that you would want or you would enjoy. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't always sell. I mean, I've had stuff where I'm like, this is the best, and it sells like five. I'm like, no! <laughs> and, really? Yeah, it would be like, knock something out in 30 minutes, and then that sells like 900, and I just don't I just don't get it. <laughs> it's it's a crazy... Everything doesn't go Drake. Never. I guess. I mean, Kevin, why do you keep inviting guests on that are like a lot cooler than we are i don't know no way. i don't know why i know people that are a lot cooler than <laughs> no I no i mean this is a any anyone who does a podcast about something that they love and care about is freaking great and uh, you guys are doing awesome at it and keep it going you know Thank you, you guys are going to be i'm sure bigger and bigger every year as you push it especially yeah we'll, we'll see more, i guess i mean more and more kids are yeah checking out anime for the first time and looking for places to watch videos or listen to stuff about it and so trying to trying to get that internet fame yeah man you gotta get a you gotta keep getting Definitely. cool people on here especially people who are like do stuff in the industry too i think that'll yeah keep it going. that's definitely i mean we had sam one here a couple weeks ago that was really fun that oh, was nice fun. Uh, it was a Buddy of Vince's is actually a voice actor for a show that actually just wrapped up their first season not too long ago. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was really that was really baller to have somebody who like actually worked in the industry on the show mm-hmm. uh, to kind of like explain how the sausage is made and all that stuff. Yeah, that insight. I'll tell you how the sausage is made. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, you gotta get a thick grind that. <laughs> Pack it into tight little oh. casings. <laughs> But let's let's actually. Uh, I just pictured anime that's the sausages. Worst segue. <laughs> oh my god! The worst segue to us actually moving into the show. What anime would make a good sausage? Gurren uh, Lagann. That would probably be a bitchin' sausage. It'd probably be spicy, like a chorizo. Yeah. It would just keep changing shape as you like put toppings on it. <laughs> <laughs> what would a G Gundam sausage be like? Oh man. Uh, in a very thick casing. <laughs> oh, what, about, what about JoJo? JoJo hot dog. Just that'd be a big fucking just, sausage. Just <laughs> it'd be, be a it'd be a big sausage. it would be a buff ass sausage, and oh. it would probably sparkle with a with it'd stand up by itself. <laughs> it'd be a smaller sausage behind it standing up by itself. And a stand, just like this most epic stand for the hot dog. Like... Oh god! <laughs> it's served. It's served with like a mini hot dog. Yeah. Oh no, the hot dog, hot dog, the wiener mobile. That would be the stand for it. Oh I my think. god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all uh, right. There's there's a there's a there way to go. transition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your week, Kev? Uh, we didn't even talk about that. My week was it was okay until like the last three days of the week, and then it was just like stress. And <laughs> oh yeah, you got yeah. So that's. 
I'm dealing with that stress right now. Depending on how stuff goes, there might not be an episode next week, mm. or I might not be on the episode. I don't know. I guess we'll see. So we'll see. You gotta document uh, the stress. <laughs> oh, I am. I, whew, my life is gonna be all over the place. It's not necessarily a bad thing. There's gonna be just videos of me crying on Twitter. Just crying right? in the shower. <laughs> yep. It's a good it's a way to do it. Twitch live stream. I mean, you could do that, right? You can have RL streams now. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll stream on a Periscope or something. Oh God. Uh, so let's actually get into the. Well, how was your week, Vince? Let's, I did, I didn't do shit. That. I worked this week, and Lauren's, Lauren's out of town, gone. so I've been <laughs> home doing nothing. I went to the gym like a lot, and I played a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's it. Living the dream. Yeah, it was good. Oh, today's Mother's Day. Today's Mother's uh, the Day. The day of recording this is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's so, Day. Shout, shout out to all the moms Shouts out there. out to all them moms. What's up, moms? Kuhala. <laughs> How you doing? Every time I uh, think of shit like that, I just think of uh, that one clip from uh, Metalocalypse where Squidgar <laughs> is hitting on grandmas. Yeah. Oh, stuff. my God. <laughs> you are what I like to call a G-Milf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have news. What is, well, we have news. Yeah, let's 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 do news. Let's okay. do news. If since since Crunchyroll is like halfway working right now, it took us a while to actually get these back up. So I had to refresh my page like uh, fifty times to even get this. So thanks Crunchyroll for having your uh, your service work properly. Um, at ten thirty at night yeah, Eastern Standard Time. Nine nine uh, twenty nine. Is, is, is she wrapped in a blanket? Is like is that Ponyo in a blanket? I, it's it's Crunchyroll Hime. It's their little character avatar. Hime, oh, okay. Hime, Hime. Um, so yeah. So a uh, first bit of news, and God, this made me feel very old reading this. <laughs> um, Lucky Star gets tenth anniversary soundtrack box set. Lucky Star is ten years old. I am blown away at the fact this show is ten years old. God damn! I remember watching this when this was like first came out over here. I remember I remember hearing the theme song and then going, huh, what the fuck is this tied to? And then I watched the anime and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like absolutely ridiculous moe garbage. Yeah, I've never but seen this show. I've it's seen real. It. Really? It's yeah. like overly, overly cute. It's one of the... It's, this is... This is like a like a staple for slice of life anime. It was like one okay. of the first one of the first like super super moe anime to come out that got really popular, kind of like in the line of like this K-On, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, I, guess I, Suzyama, all that I think Azumanga would probably fit in that too. Yeah, definitely. It looks like it looks like. What if Hamtaro were about people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's wow. That's a really good. Is way that to good? Explain <laughs> the show, actually. They're releasing a 4CD 10th anniversary set. Um, I'm hoping for the vinyl. Oh, that'd be cool. Anytime they do vinyl. It'd be a really odd vinyl but to have. What I'm wondering is how much music was in this show for there to be four CDs. I, I don't know. We have to like. Is it all like the background music? Just have to go show? back and watch it, Kev. Character theme. I mean, I, I would love to go back and watch Lucky Star. I loved Lucky Star, but Lauren cosplayed from it. It's too bad she's not here. I can't really pick on her. I mean, you can. She can't say anything. Yeah, Lauren. Good job cosplaying from Lucky Star like a loser. <laughs> Got her. I hope she'll listen to this and get pissed at She's you. not gonna. Li- uh, I, I don't know. She might listen to this. She might not. If she doesn't, then she'll never know. 
Unless Rachel... I mean, I listen back to every episode. Unless Rachel so. tells her or something. Oh, yeah, because Rachel listens to like Rachel, Rachel's going to be like, Vince is talking shit in the cosplay. You should better fucking check him on that. You can talk shit about Rachel's cosplay. Fucking <laughs> Organization 13 <laughs> cosplay. Oh, God. Yeah, so, like you lucky Star, kidding. 10th anniversary soundtrack box set. Keep an eye out for it if you really like Lucky Star. Otherwise, wait for the vinyl, maybe? I don't know. Press press the vinyl yourself. I, I guess. Uh, what's the second bit of news we have this week? Do you have that up? Nope, couldn't get that one open. Cool, let's meet it. So, uh, this is actually one of my favorite series. Uh, the live-action Blade of the Immortal manga adaptation finds an American distributor, which means we're going to see it here, and it's going to be awesome. Actually, events, guys. It might, it might be awesome. It might not be awesome. The director is uh, Takashi Miike, which uh, a lot of his movies are hit or miss. This is actually being called the 100th film that he's done. Wow. Um, 75% of those films are absolute garbage. So <laughs> so we'll see what happens. For every like Ichi nah. the Killer, there's like three other movies that were terrible. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it because I love this series. It might be cool, but it might also be terrible. So... I hope it's good. I hope it's it good. It looks good. The, tra- the trailers look fine. The trailers look cool. Um, that's like 30 seconds out of a two-hour movie. Also, he's also directing the JoJo movie that's coming out, isn't he? Wow. Yes. Ugh. I don't oh, know how God, I hope. That, I hope that's that good. We'll like, that could be like a, a magical train wreck, though. If it's just like overly flamboyant, just buff guys just yelling at each other. Oh, a related <laughs> article. I, I just scrolled down on Crutchill's page and a related article popped up. Um... J- Japan box office, Blade of the Immortal bombs. Oh Jesus Christ! Dun, dun, dun. So that's uh that's something to look forward to, I guess. Oh nope, and I just clicked the link, and it won't load. I'm just getting uh, Crunchyroll Hime in a blanket. So yeah. Thanks Crunchyroll. Thanks Crunchyroll. So uh, I guess we can get to the the down and dirty, right? I, I yeah, do, let's, let's, I do let's gotta say to that uh, Phoenix Wright was amazing. Oh Phoenix uh, Wright was so good. Okay, yeah, Phoenix Wright was very good. Yeah, I, I need I need like a physical copy of that. Uh, is there one? <laughs> probably, probably. I'm sure there is. Okay, good. Blu-rays are are region free. You can just buy the Japanese one. Okay, so there are there are. I mean, it's it's a literal live action anime, <laughs> basically. And they did a they that did was a really fantastic good job. Adapta- adaptation. Yeah, they did yeah. a good job actually, like that for real. making it into a movie and keeping like the the like. The whole Suspense. kind of concept. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lauren says hi. She just sent me a text. Hi, Lauren. Oh, hi, Lauren. Hello. Tell, yeah, tell people I say hello. Okay. So <laughs> I did that. Um, but yeah. So maybe Blade of the Immortal will be good? I don't know. Ah, God, I hope so. I hope that and JoJo's are good. God. At least JoJo. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of anime movies coming out this year. Definitely. Uh I mean, I guess they're they're trying to make up because there's I mean, there hasn't been a bunch of live action stuff lately. Um, that's like fully come out because we've we've got a trailer for like six things. I think the last thing that really came out was the Attack on Titan movie, and that movie sucked. I mean, this year I think there's an Asian movie they're working on. There's FMA. There's JoJo. There's Blade of the Immortal. Um, isn't there another Roni Kenshin coming out this year? Hmm. I thought it was next year. It might be next year. But there's a bunch of anime Dude. movies. Has there Ghost has Ghost in the Shell? Oh yeah, Ghost in the Shell came uh, out this year. Ghost in the Shell, yeah. Fuck that movie. Has there ever been a live action anime movie that's good? 
that's better uh, than the anime? Not better than the anime, I wouldn't say, but not better than the anime. Yeah. Good. Even good ones. Uh, I mean, like, like genuinely, right? like this is like <laughs> this is like on par with the anime. Like that, like I don't think that's happened. The Roni Kenshin movies were really good. Yeah, the Roni Kenshin movies were. Yeah, were pretty they were good. they were really good movies. The the first one was okay. The second one was really good. If if you if but like, you because it's it's you can't just look at it as like being a standalone thing. Like you could, mm-hmm. but most people have like the reference. It's mm-hmm. you're always gonna compare. Yeah. yeah. Like I wonder how it is for somebody that's going into it not knowing the source material. This mm-hmm. is true. Someday, someday someone will get it right. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> for the Cowboy Bebop live action and the Akira live action movie that's supposed uh, to be coming out. Yeah. You know. That Cowboy Bebop live action movie just have Keanu Reeves in it, and I'm so I'm so down for it. Right, I'll, I'm so down for that movie with Keanu Reeves. I just hope it. they make Akira and then whitewash the shit out of it. Did you uh, just, Did you guys ever see Brick? That movie Brick, and then, and then call it Chronicle. No, um, no, I didn't see Brick. Uh, it's one of the earlier movies by Ryan Johnson, who's doing that new Star Wars. Movie. Oh wait, no, 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 uh, Brick with um, fuck, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That movie. That movie's um, actually inspired by Bebop in a lot of ways. Um, huh. He's come out and said, and it really made that movie good. It's like a film noir style, like you know, kids in high school, uh, you know, violent drama. And I, I'd never seen it, but I've heard good things. Yeah, it's great. It's definitely worth. It's like oh, I've I've seen stuff for this. I haven't seen this. Yeah, it's it, it the moments that are, that are intense. You know, feel like Drive, where it's like, you know, the guy gets punched. You know, that shouldn't be like intense. The, the elevator it, scene. Yeah, yeah, but like, it's like so intense in the right moments and okay, everything well, about if, it is great. And it feels. If there's like one way to make me check something out. It's tying it to anime. So yeah, yeah, definitely check out Brick. Um, so that's that's. There has been adaptations of good anime into film. Uh, it's got an 80 on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's pretty good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, Paprika versus Inception, where they carry yeah. on over good ideas and good direction, but they want to keep all the monies. <laughs> Black, Black Swan and Perfect Blue. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, but I almost said La Blue Girl, but that's a completely different thing. No. <laughs> So uh, so let's get to the nitty gritty, right? We gotta we gotta yeah, cover this series. Let's make the sausage. Yeah, let's... grinding some sausage. Yes. So, uh, so we we were typically having the guests read our show description. So Drew, would you do the honors for that for us? Sounds good. Show description read by guest. <laughs> the yeah. Bebop crew is just trying to make a buck. This motley lot of intergalactic loners teams up to track down fugitives and turn them in for cold, hard cash. Spike is a hero whose cool facade hides a dark and deadly past. The pilot jet is a bruiser of a brute who can't wait to collect the next bounty. Faye Valentine is a femme fatale prone to breaking hearts and separating fools from their money. Along for the ride are the brilliant but weird hacker Ed and super genius Welsh Corgi named Ayn. That's a pretty good summary. It wasn't a bad one. It doesn't it really wasn't the best summary, but it, it wasn't, wasn't the best, but it wasn't bad. I mean, we've had worse for sure. <laughs> we've just had spoiler-filled summaries come out of this before. No, I like it. I like it. Um, I, I like the the bruiser of a brute line. Yeah, that jet. one kind of caught me. You know, it's it's a hard show to describe because it blends so many different genres of film and music together. In yeah, such great ways that. I'm surprised it didn't talk about the music at all in the show description. Yeah. 
So now that we're bringing up the music, I might as well like fun fact some stuff. So the music for this series is done by Yoko Kano, mm-hmm. um, and it is amazing. It's done amazing. by her and her band called The Seatbelts, I believe, right? Yep, she made yes. the band for the show. For the show, <laughs> and like anybody who's seen this anime, like the opening is probably one of the greatest openings of any anime ever. Yes, it opens up like a spy film, and it just opens up with Tank. Um, I mean, Kevin, uh, you should... by now you've heard the you've heard the opening song did it, did it, before did the episode did started. Did <laughs> the fucking oh my god, it's so good. So like, good. everybody knows it immediately. Mm-hmm. Just the jazz is just amazing. The whole soundtrack is great. It if, uh, fits the tone of the show uh, to a T. I'm gonna plug something real quick. If you if you follow Satchel Drakes on Twitter. He freestyled over a remix of Tank on today what? posted on Twitter, what? Oh, I and it was dope. I should. I, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna message Satchel and see if I can, if I can plug it. He's the best. Somewhere in this. He's the best. But that was fan fucking tastic. I think I retweeted it, so if you can check that out, Vince. I'll yes. check that out later. Um, okay, so Cowboy so, Bebop. Has anyone watching the show, listening to the show, not seen the show? Uh, Bebop because it's a crime if they haven't. It's, I mean, potentially, yeah. It's yeah, yeah I guess so. I mean, so th- yeah, especially younger viewers who, for people who are listening to this that are younger, uh, they might have never heard of this, which is weird to me. Which would be yeah. insane. I mean, yeah. this is like the anime I recommend to people who don't watch anime. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it introduced the Western audience to anime. For the most part, in oh, for sure. Early yeah. like, how many people saw this on Toonami? Yep. and were like, "What the fuck is this?" Yep. Me and Glenn brought brought that up when we did the shampoo episode, where it, like Watsonabe pretty much brought anime mainstream for Western culture. Mm-hmm. Also, this is one of the few series that I will watch dubbed. And I yeah, like, it is. It is. Yeah, you, the creator said the dubbing dub. is better than the the Japanese version. Yeah, which is real weird. Well, I think he, yeah, from what I know, he based a lot of the show on Western culture, um, and most notably our film, and that's kind of like why each episode feels like a unique film. Like, yeah, it's they. The beginning I mean, to end each, each episode's called a session, mm-hmm. and yeah. they they fit their own. Like, they have the overarching plot for the entire thing, but like each episode is just like this little slice movie, and it's awesome. Yeah, and they're all beautifully well done and animated. The animation is still some of the best, and it's it's unfortunate, at least from my point of view, that a lot of anime doesn't do the hand drawn as much anymore. Like CG yeah. has become kind of a yeah. crutch, but we've we've talked about that on the yeah, show before. This two D animation is timeless, and when you have something like Bebop as an example, only twenty six episodes, and you just go all in on the music and the details and everything. You don't need a five hundred episode show. You can yeah. You could, you can make it. <laughs> it was funny because a lot of the production for this series was like up in the air. Uh, it was, it was produced by Sunrise, which does a lot of the gun, the Gundam, animes. Oh, okay. And uh, it was, it was actually like a lot of people weren't sure how this was gonna go, and they had to convince a lot of like the investors and stuff that this would work, mm. um, because it it wasn't a series that like Gundam is made to sell toys. Right. Yeah. So God, if there were toys for this, oh my God! I'd want the spaceships. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think there's models for spaceships. 
Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd be I mean, they sell, like, plush irons, but that's, like, really... They have cool... Yeah, they do have figurines now. I, I think. mean, they definitely have they definitely have a lot of statues and stuff of Faye. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Of course. I'd love a Figma of, of Spike. That'd be fantastic. I'd love I think a Figma one. of Faye. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> ultra, ultra posable. Yeah. I need it for my collection. Uh... But man, this like I, I just—it's—it's—it's crazy because I can—I can sit and watch the show nonstop and I have no issue with it. Yeah. And, and this is the thing with Absolutely. a lot of old series that came out around this time was it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's so concise in it's what so it is. It's so easy to binge, and you're just like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. Yes, it's—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's like finding that that good show that that like stuff that comes out on Netflix now, like finding that one like perfect show. That comes out, you binge the whole fucking season when it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Master of None season two that I did that for when that came out. <laughs> uh, but like, it, it, it's so hard to find shows like that now. For, because I mean, there's a couple shows that we've probably done on here that I can sit and watch the whole thing of. But yeah. On the whole, a lot of stuff that's coming out, I can't sit and just watch it. I can't. Like, I it's it's I have to digest it in that thirty or well, twenty three minutes, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that with. Hunter Hunter right now. Well, I think a lot of these... You've been tearing that up. Yep. I think uh, since he kind of had a background in working in anime films, you know, like Macross Plus and stuff like that, you know, he had more of a mindset of making movies, like single stories, rather than, you know, long-arching anime characters that... uh, have a long plot that are easier to write a story for rather than a unique story that's uh, original and well thought and told within 25 minutes or 30 minutes and I think it's much more challenging uh, pre-production endeavor for an animation company and team to like alright we're going to come up with you know 24 stories instead of like one long story and um, each character is going to have a com- complex past that slowly trickles throughout these episodes. And we're going to hand draw all of them <laughs> with tons of tweens. And we're going to have unique music for each episode that really plays to the characters and the plot. And, and hundreds of hand-painted backgrounds. Yeah. And like once you hit episode five, uh, Ballad of All Angels, it's just like crushes you and how good the show's potential is and oh god and it's 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 funny because you bring up the story for the show and you bring up backgrounds the characters backgrounds come up in like one episode for each character pretty much yeah mm-hmm. and the overarching story is maybe told through maybe four episodes of the show yeah and that's it mm-hmm. everything else is just kind of a standalone you could literally watch the the episode by itself and you're like cool it was a nice little story and that's what, I mean, that's what a lot of people did because, I mean, the show came out in order on Toonami, but everybody didn't stay up till midnight to watch this on Toonami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you, like, you, you'd catch, like, one episode be like, what is this? Like, I, I, I remember seeing, like, the beginning, like, the first ha- like the first part of uh, the final episode and never seeing the second part and just, like, went back to the first episode. <laughs> and I was like, I, I missed it. I, and there was, like, no, like, online streaming at that point, so I had to watch the whole thing again. Oh, uh, that's... This was a good show to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that show's just great. Uh, 
So, what's when did you guys first watch Bebop? Was it Tsunami or Adult Swim back in the day, or was it a recommendation yep. for someone you just came on? Mine was definitely Tsunami. I caught it. I caught it late. I think on like a Friday. Hmm. I caught it real late at night. Uh, just, you know, you're supposed to be in bed, no TV on, whatever. Couldn't sleep, turned the TV on. I was like, oh, what's this cartoon? Because I still didn't really know what anime was. And I was like, this is this is legit. I remember it's it was the episode with um, with the Blood Eye. Oh, yeah. Time. That was the first episode I ever saw of this show. And I, I was like, this is perfect. I have to watch this. That was definitely the first one I saw, too. And it was, like, it was insane because, like, you see so many different things in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and there's tons of stuff that happens between, like, like romance and space battles and, you know, a lot yeah, of... Pregnant, ca- pregnant lady smuggling drugs. Yeah, exactly. Some so dude good. cracked out of his mind beating the shit out of people. <laughs> uh, you, like, you get to see... his own products. You get to see uh, Spike in a poncho and a sombrero fighting like Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the amount of the amount of it's like that shows like basically all of everyone's favorite movies. <laughs> Put it to it is, space it is western. <laughs> something that that comes up a lot, especially like in the first episode, which was great, especially for me. Um, the diversity in this series is great. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's so many. Pe- there's like so many people of all different colors. There's so many brown people, and it makes me so happy. Right. And this I... was back in like what 1998 that this came out. Mm-hmm. Yes, 1998. That's amazing. I uh, I did read a little bit of an interview uh, earlier today with him, and he basically said that he built this show I mean first off around making the character he had thought of Spike Spiegel you know the Lupin style character into somebody that was cool and likable but he wanted the show itself to encapsulate his favorite films and music and also be able to be accessible by anyone and everyone and every demographic and And I think that's part of why people love it so much universally because he was able to like all right we're gonna incorporate pop it music off. and you know opera music and we're gonna incorporate bongos and we're incorporate jazz and blues and and we're gonna have love and horror and sci-fi and westerns and drama and and kung fu and- kung fu and awesome fight scenes that are drawn and people steal those drawings <laughs> to make their fight scenes yeah uh, yep naruto <laughs> uh so is that yeah, considered it, an homage or is it just stealing that's just stealing stealing but that's just stealing. i think that's a part of it you know that hey i want here's my first big project i want everyone to like it and i'm going to include everyone i can think of then that ultimately made it a better show and it might not have come from a place that trying to, you know, get everyone involved, but he knew that he needed to make the sci-fi believable, and they needed lots of different kinds of people, of, of cultures and color involved, and I think he really did a good job making the show feel fresh like that. 
So, so Kev, I wanted to go over the episodes, but at this point, I honestly don't even want to go over the episodes. I just want to keep talking no, about. I just want to talk about yeah, the show. Just talk about the show. Let's talk about the show. Yeah, fuck. I don't care. Fuck that. Yeah. We're not doing the summaries. I don't give a shit. Let's talk about the show. Let's talk about the characters. Um, first off, let's start. With, let's let's do the characters. So Spike Spiegel is like the coolest fucking character ever. Yes. Yeah. Hands down. He's hands he's... down like okay. He he's like super lean and lanky. He just looks cool. He wears a suit that's, like, a little too short for him, and he kind of gives off, like, that loop on the third vibe. He's just, he's too cool for school. He's always smoking cigarettes. He kicks everybody's fucking ass. He's, he's a gunslinger. He's just, like, the, the bad, the baddest motherfucker he's in space. He's really space is. Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's space Bruce Lee. He's space Bruce Lee. <laughs> he's also, like, the Clint Eastwood type of character. Like, early yeah. Clint yeah. Eastwood. And... Like, dirty, hairy. Yeah. Just, like... I'm a badass. I have standoffs with people. I can wield guns like a sword. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, I'm also an amazing pilot. Oh yeah, that, that whole <laughs> fight with 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 vicious with the sword and the gun. Oh, it's so it good. Was the cool, the coolest fight scene I've ever seen in an anime. I remember the yes. first time I watched it, and I was like freaking out because I was just like, "This is insane!" and it looks so good. <laughs> just the whole stained glass falling out the window with the grenade. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Ridiculous. Huh. I mean, it's if they so, if they made a movie and they did it right, I would say just do that episode. <laughs> just do yeah. like one episode. If, if they made a live action movie, they, and they, right. they, they could. made a movie and that movie was great. They could. The movie uh, was good too. Yeah, I mean, there are producers who are just buying the rights to single episodes from TV shows because a lot of TV shows are, you know, trying to make short stories for each episode and they're just too good to pass up and tell. Um, only everything in one movie. Um, like I, I haven't watched the show Black Mirror, but I know people are buying up the rights, movie rights for each episode of that show because the you could I mean, it, to- it totally fantastic. makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. of really good concepts that are just open to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the one of my favorite episodes in Bebop is uh, the thing Toys in the Attic, and that's like kind of a one-off like alien homage where. They're trying to deal with something in the ship that's poisoning everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? It, it it makes me think because there's that movie that came out called Alive, and like I I had like the the most vibes from that episode watching the trailer for that movie. Oh really? Um, the one with like the one with like Ryan Reynolds and like Jake Gyllenhaal and stuff, where they like oh. they get like the, the 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 creature from like some other planet is just like on the ship, and it like starts killing people on the ship and like trying to like escape. Oh, yeah, man. it gets to Earth. I gotta see that trailer. So, yeah. do you guys have a, a so favorite it's... episode? I feel like everybody has a favorite episode of Cowboy Bebop. Mine is probably Red Eye. Mine is probably the Red Eye episode. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the first episode I saw, and it's the one that I can. You can go back and watch that episode so many times, and it's just like, because there's so much, there's so much condensed into that 23 minutes mm-hmm. of like it's it's a it's a love story. There's you know space battle. It's about drug abuse and. All of that, like in, in and 23 the, minutes. The space <laughs> chase scene was insane. Yes. It's so good. The guy is so desperate for drugs, he like breaks glass into his eye. Yeah. Do you have a I, favorite, Drew? Uh, I'm going to say probably Ballad, just because of how intense that like final scene was for me. But just like you watch that end scene and you're just like, oh, chills. It's haunting because it's so good everything about it and especially with the like the opera music going on in the background like 
it's like haunting. Uh, but it's really hard to say because there's so many good episodes. You know, you have like the guy who is like manipulating people into a cult. You know, you have episodes that are just, you know, just about Jet's like past where, you know, he was a cop essentially and the stuff he's gone through. They're, they're, they're all really well thought out and it's kind of tough to pick a favorite, but the one that stands out to me is definitely Ballad. That's the one that nice. made the biggest impression. Uh, my favorite is probably going to be uh, Sympathy for the Devil, which is the episode mm. with the little boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one of the, the first couple episodes I saw because, like Kevin said, like I wasn't able to catch everything at once. Um, and I remember seeing this episode, and it really like it hit this note with me where I was just like, holy shit. And I just I remember it really, really vividly. The harmonica, just, too. So the, the, harmon- the blues in that episode was so good. And just like the, the whole plot... And even leading up, building up to the end was perfect. It was such a good episode. I don't want to spoil it, especially no. for anybody who hasn't seen it. But holy shit, it's the it's the I think the sixth episode. Okay, it's, it's so fucking good. Holy hell! Yeah, I think because uh, it's. It, I just thought about it. My favorite episode is the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you. I think my second favorite is probably My Funny Valentine, mm-hmm. the one where it goes into like phase past and like it ex- for one explains why she's so broke, uh, but it, it it delves into like where she came from because like she's she's well like a thousand years old or something like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's a thousand, but she she uh, she was cryogenically frozen. She was cryogenically yeah. frozen. She's essentially a fry. Yeah, basically fry. Pretty much, but. It, but that that character that delves into a lot for her character. That's a really dark episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I incorporate that, and it, it was all focused about Faye, which was fantastic because she, I mean, she comes in like, fifty-four years is what it was. Oh, okay. She's fifty-four early. So she was frozen at the age of twenty. So she's technically seventy-four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was born in nineteen ninety-four. So it's crazy. So Ryan it's... Ryan's older than she is. We're older than she is. <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> I like that he, Watanabe, thought there might be cryo freezing <laughs> by like by then to be able to age her to now. <laughs> by twenty fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, they're working on it. They it's... are. I'm sure it's already around. How about how about Mushroom Samba? That episode was great. Everybody remembers that one too. Mm-hmm. That episode's really good. I mean, all of them kind of like. They blur really together too. On mushrooms, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, even Ayn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta we gotta talk about Ayn for a second. <laughs> so, I want, I, any if you know if you know a nerd with a corgi, you can probably guess what the name of that corgi is. It might be because of this show. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be a statistic somewhere for the oh, amount sure there amount is. of corgis. Bred and adopted after Toonami. After, after Cowboy Bebop came out. Yeah. That are named Ein. The Ein, yeah. <laughs> super, super brilliant dog who's basically a fifth member of the crew who gets them yeah. out of situations and save their lives on that Toys in the Attic episode, too. Yeah. Like a, uh, I, the, the concept of Ein is the funniest thing in the world to me. So good. It's a hyper intelligent dog. Mm-hmm. 
The fact that they managed to like make it work without being like ridiculous too. <laughs> yeah, it could have been like, you know, snarf. Oh god, <laughs> I was just I was immediately <laughs> thinking I was about to go, yeah, like snarf. <laughs> just have like a snarf character. Even even Ed, who's like, you know, so much of the comedic relief in the show is also like an incredibly likable character. And I mean, it just shows that you don't need somebody like Jar Jar to make people laugh. You know, you could have it's a good character to like it, also be funny. Whoa, Lino! Oh, <coughs> uh, Drew's dying. Dying. I, gotta, I need another cough need drop. To crowd freeze him. More cough drops. Yeah, try and freeze me, please. <laughs> the year 2018. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, but it's, it's crazy how much of this like and, and we talk about the the animation for this show mm-hmm. and how it's it's hand drawn it's 2D animation but there's like the only time there's there's any other like there's like a small bit of CG in this show and it's literally when they're like jumping to other planets and that's it mm-hmm. yeah so it's for like 10 seconds not even and i love that idea of how they jump the planets too didn't need it yeah i think this the the planet jumping thing is probably like towards their end of their budget and they needed some help. That's where Mass that's where Mass Effect. Yeah, I was about to say too. it's like there's, Mass Effect there's no lie. Yeah. There's no lie. Mass Effect didn't, didn't rip, steal that. Rip that, yeah, for sure. Um, it's like a it's like a space slingshot for and travel. It's, and it's realistic too. They actually stay within our our solar system. You know, they don't like Yeah. It's not like multi planet alien. Yeah, pe- people just hanging out on Mars and stuff. Yeah. I can't remember which planet uh, is just all casinos. <sighs> Shit, it's like it's like is it Venus? That, that planet always. I, feel I like, think so. I feel like it's, it's, it's the one and... that it's the one that Faye always ends up at because she's just trying to gamble and get yeah. all her money back. I think it's just Venus and Mars. Those are the two closest planets, right? Yeah, probably. There might be more. I might be wrong. Let's see. Um, she's on. She's like... on Mars where she gets arrested. Right. But there's like intergalactic truckers and stuff like mm-hmm. this. Oh man, I forgot they, about the they racing. They flesh this out so much. The truck racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, uh, shout out every time. There's all okay. So there's always somebody that's vacuuming on Vince's end when we record. <laughs> and now every the last two episodes, there's somebody that's driving down my street with a motorcycle, and they just pulled up to the driveway again. He just pulled away. I can't hear him. I didn't. I didn't they hear. They just turned the engine. They just turned the engine off. But it picked up. On, I saw it pick up on, on oh, my Jesus on my feet. Mm. So that's that's fun. Got fans. Yeah, they're right. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think our goal here is to make everyone watch Bebop immediately after they finish listening to the episode. I mean, so, it shouldn't be that hard. To. It's just the characters are extremely likable. The story itself is amazingly well done. Um, it's a very concise and just well-written 26 episodes. And the fact that it is only 26 episodes and they didn't feel the need to expand further upon it is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, the movie is a standalone thing. Yeah. And, and, and definitely, if you watch the show and you listen to this episode, watch the movie if you haven't. The, the movie, movie has some of the best animated fight scenes ever. Yep. yep. If you have stars, like the TV channel stars, the movie comes on stars all the oh, time. Oh, does it? It takes yes. it takes place between two of the sh- episodes in the show, right? I can't... Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think it was in between like twenty two and twenty three or something like that. Yeah. So you have to like 
finish 22, watch that, and go back to the show for your finale. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look real quick, just so I'm Because movie, the movie actually came out in theaters here. It wasn't just like, a, oh, it's on DVD. It came out in theaters. Nice. I was right. It is between 22 and 23. Nice. Nice. Also, the, the main bad guy's name is Vincent, and that's my name, and that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Uh, that that the, the whole fight scene of them on the train fighting... So the one that Naruto was, bit? So sick. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. fantastic. I've seen that gif so many times. <laughs> <laughs> of of I'll Neji. Try to find that, I'll try Neji to find that gif and, yeah. and post it. I'll try to find that gif and post it on the... Uh, on the uh, on the Twitter account, but mm-hmm. just from from story wise to animation quality, to just how perfect this shows and just just the we we barely touched on all the music, but this music yep. and this is fantastic. It's all jazz music. This whole show is based around jazz yeah, music, and it's and it's it's beautiful. a band. It's a real band playing original beautiful music that also went on tour, and and that's and that's the wide variety of genres they played pretty greatly you know is kind of insane <laughs> and it's, I, I feel like this is this is just like what watsonabe does like is he just i don't because i'm thinking about it i don't know if he did much music stuff for space dandy like really thinking about it he had an opportunity to but i don't think he did yeah i think he's uh but it's, it's but for his two his two classic shows like bebop and shampoo mm-hmm. jazz music and hip-hop and it's 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 perfect so there's this one thing um so the the theme song is called tank and it's done like i said earlier by the seatbelts and yoko kano um actually if you have if you're listening to this stop what you're doing right now go to youtube and look up the seatbelts live tank and just watch it just sit there and watch it and it's just it's such a good fucking theme song, and anybody who is familiar with the series will know it immediately. Mm-hmm. But even, like, the fucking, the real folk blues is, like, the best fucking anime oh, I've ever heard. It's so good. Plus plus all of the little, like, the scene, the scenes going with it, and... Mm-hmm. Like, the imagery in that ending is fantastic that goes with that music. You just feel really bad for Spike. Uh, you do. Like, you feel bad for Spike through the whole show, because he's yeah. like... Yeah, I mean, all the characters are designed to make him frustrated. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Plus, uh, vicious, vicious is always like one of my favorite bad guys in anime. He's period. So cool. He's such a badass antagonist. Like he, yeah. he's like if Sephiroth wasn't, if he wasn't a weenie, if he wasn't a weenie and didn't have an Oedipus complex, like mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been vicious. That would, that'd be it. I don't think he, he doesn't really have a whole lot of lines. I mean, he's in a few episodes, but he's just like... He's in like three episodes. He just nails every line perfectly, and you're just like, yeah. damn, I kind of want to like root for him a little bit. <laughs> got a crow in his shoulder. Even though he's, he's like terrifying. Crazy. He's got a crow and a sword. Let's like... He's a crow and a sword and guy. a really cool mm-hmm. cool scar and really long he's silver what, hair. He's what Sasuke wanted to be. Yeah, pretty much. He, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like the, the antagonist... In that movie, Battle Royale is probably inspired by him a little bit. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Just, like, complete chaos anarchy. Talk- <laughs> I just watched Battle Royale, like, a week ago. I goddamn love that. We should, we should watch Battle Royale for the show. We should do it for when you're here. 
We should. Well, if things go right, we'll do a whole bunch of episodes while I'm there. Yeah, actually, that that would be a movie that might be better than the... Actually, no, the manga's really good for that, and the book's really good, too. For Battle Royale? Yeah. yeah. But the first movie is great. There's a, a really amazing Battle Royale poster Mondo did a few years ago. I and think I know what you're talking about. I've yeah, seen you it showed before. it to me. He is, and it's uh, the artist who did Scott Pilgrim. He... Oh no! I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of a different one than one I know you guys are thinking of. Uh, who I'm thinking of? The guy, who, the guy who did Scott Pilgrim. He created, he drew all of the characters from Battle Royale, like all killed. The Brian Lee, Brian Lee. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, it's so good. Um, there's been quite a few amazing posters for that uh, movie. Mondo makes me sad because all their posters are huge, and I don't have enough space for all of their posters. Oh, right? <laughs> I have a flat file of like. At least fifteen posters. I still haven't framed. It's a, it's an issue. <laughs> I remember it's, it, I remember taking somebody because I it, it played at Otakon one year. Because uh, at Otakon they just like they'll always show like anime movies, like live action movies or like premiere stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the year that they did the English premiere for Evangelion three point oh. How was that? They showed they showed a uh, battle royale there and i went with somebody who had never seen the movie so i made them go see battle royale with me like we just sat oh, in, like, in the room for like two hours and they walked out and they were just their mind was fucking blown amazing ah so 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 good lightning the model um so yeah hopefully no bebop movie <laughs> i don't think it'll work but you never I don't, know i really don't think it would work it's it is basically already a film um, yeah it's I mean, super it, cinematic in the way it's presented yeah everything looks great and don't don't do the compilation film thing like they've been doing with a lot of stuff don't do it just leave it it's it's been done for years yeah just let this series be yeah or they'll like try to blend three stories together and cut out characters and try to make some yeah. original thing and, and then, or they could don't do, do sh- they could do shot for shot but then what's the point and yeah it's not worth it just let this series be. This, this is a <laughs> leave. Classic. Leave it alone. Leave you it alone. leave it alone. <laughs> uh. So all right, we talked about characters a little bit, um, animation, music, how much we love the show, favorite episodes. Uh, what's more to say about it? Other than go watch it. Let's talk. Let's talk about how hot <laughs> Faye is. She's really hot. <laughs> it's uh I feel like that's probably a lot of kids first um, first anime waifu. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yes, like there's a bunch of kids that probably have some like some body pillow of Faye. Did anybody ever like lean towards Julia instead of Faye though? No. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought Faye was more of a badass, so I was always just like, oh, Faye. Faye's pretty mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. Julia was around for, what, like, two episodes? I was like, I don't care. I don't care enough. I mean, but that that skin-tight black cat suit, though. Don't care enough. Faye had booty shorts. Boobies were sticking out a little bit. I was like, all right, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so many Faye cosplays. Like, teenage. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Any, so most, many. Most girls just rock I like, I like, like oh. I like the bearded hairy guys trying to pull it off. It's oh, Man Faye? Man Faye is pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Man Faye is fantastic, but it's just like, 
I don't know. It's it's it sucks because I always see the, the girls who I see do it. It's always it's always a bot cosplay, and not one that they made. Yeah, mm, yeah. Because you you can you can tell because it's the most latex ass costume we've ever seen. I've seen I've seen some made ones that are really good though. I've never seen a made fake costume. Um, it makes me so Ingrid, sad. Ingrid has a made fake costume that's quite good. Really? Mm-hmm. Ingrid looked great there too. Um, I'm trying to think of. Like, I've seen so many Spike cosplays. I've seen, like, a couple Jets. I've seen a shit well, yeah, ton of Eds. Because mm-hmm. we know Zayd, and that's... Zayd like, is, like, like, number one cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Vincent. With the really cool-looking crow would be awesome. I've never seen a Vincent. I don't know if I've seen a Vicious. Vince, Vince, you Vicious, should just, like... Yeah. Like, let me see... You could, you, you've been you've been gaining right now, D. You could, you could do Vincent for real. I could. I could. He's he is brown. he is brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my big stipulations for cosplay. So he is brown. That is, dude, it's a struggle. It's He'd be a, a really a easy cosplay to do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that's that's some casual. No, way. you just need a train. You're I would just need I would need a train and I need a fake goatee because I can't grow <laughs> facial hair. Ugh. I just want to be Spike Spiegel. Who doesn't want to be Spike Spiegel? Come on. Yep. Who doesn't want to be like, oh, look at me. I can just, I can flow like water and kick everybody's fucking ass and smoke cigarettes. I always wanted look- to be Jet, though, because Jet was such a smart ass. And I was like, yeah. And, that's, that's and he has like cool perfect. robot parts. Does, doesn't... He's like, J- dude, he's like Jax. Like, he had yeah. a fucking robot arm. <laughs> yeah, even, uh, yeah. Remember, too, Spike has a cyborg eye also. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty badass. Um, I feel like Keanu Reeves owns the movie rights to Bebop, doesn't he? I believe I believe he does, and he was pushing really hard to produce it. Yeah, it just never happened. Yeah, for, I mean, for, for, real talk for how John Wick had, for how good John Wick was, I could see him doing Spike Speed. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's be let's be real about that. He would be perfect. It would be great. I still haven't he doesn't seen age, John Wick. So he's never gonna look. You haven't seen John Wick? I need serious. to see it. <laughs> Those are the two best movies I've seen in the last. I don't know how many years. Oh, in regards to like action flicks, it is definitely like up there. Okay. With some of my favorites. All right, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Like sit down by yourself because you cannot watch that with your kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> just like just watch that first like one, a... and then you're gonna want to watch the second one quickly after. Kids, it's family movie night. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, watch this guy's doggy die. It's going to be great. Circle of life. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else we can really talk about? I mean, we, we talked about the thematics There's... and how it covers everything. This is literally like everything in an anime. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Pretty freaking great. Um, yeah, I... I, I know there's manga and I haven't read the manga. I haven't read the manga either. I'm not really I'm not really interested in reading the manga. Yeah. No, I don't want something I don't want something to dilute to, what to I taint, love about this show. To taint yeah. it. Like yeah. if it was like it looked like storyboards, like it looked like the real art and it was like from people who made the show, I would be more interested, but it probably isn't. Like it took it took a lot for me to go back and read the Akira manga after I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. The manga is so much better than the movie, though. The manga was a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ending is completely different, <laughs> and it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, here's something that we can bring up. So, in regards to watching this, most people have seen the dub. The dub is like 
considered one of the best dubs ever. And the dub also launched a bunch of careers for the people who are in it. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. Steve Bloom is, like, in fucking everything. Yeah. He's the cool guy. That's he's the his, cool guy. He's, and that's, that's, his, his, that's just who he is. That's, that's his uh, business card. Anime cool guy. Anime, anime, and other shows and stuff. Cool guy. <laughs> he'd give me that. He he could give me that that business card. And be like, okay, cool, yeah. I'm trying to like. I'm looking at his thing now. I'm like, what else has he done? I I need to Everything. find him at a con and pay him to do my voicemail. That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's see. He's done Spike Spiegel. I'm he's Spike. done. Uh... I I didn't die. <laughs> Leave a message after the beat. His is on website Steve Bloom Steve Steve Bloom Voices <laughs> A soundboard? I don't, I'm going to the website right now. I'm doing this live uh, on the podcast. He did uh, Darcia and Wolf's Rain. He did Laughing Man and Ghost in the Shell. He did Mugen and Samurai Champloo. Jesus Christ, there's a lot on here. There's a lot. He did a lot. He's done He's done Wolverine in the Marvel anime X-Men. I love... That's there's cool. a section on here about... <laughs> about fan art from stuff that he's been in. He's done stuff in a bunch of American <laughs> cartoons. He's been in a billion video games. He did games. Amon and mm. Legend of Korra. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. He did Agito from Gaier. He's done so many. Uh, Jesus okay. Christ. This guy's made Killer it. Croc in the Batman game. Yeah, his fucking... His, his resume is long. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like... In the Deadpool game. The, the role he's most known for, probably, in the anime community is doing Spike. And Mugen, second. Oh, that's right. He did do Vincent Valentine for for Final Fantasy Seven. Oh that's God. Right. Nobody cares about Seven. He did Abathur for Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> really? Nobody nobody likes Seven. He did. He's the new Sub Zero now. Which is, is is it really? Yeah. That's kind of that's that's a badass thing to have on your resume. Wait, he did the oh my God! He did the voice of the main character for Shadow of the Damned. I love that game. That game was stupid, but that game was so much fun. Oh, Shadow of the Damned was the. The um Over the grasshopper the, the, game. the grasshopper game with yeah. with the Hispanic dude with the with penis the, gun. With the talking gun. It was yes. a penis gun, yeah. And, every, and everything was a penis joke. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> and that's He's did stuff for fucking World of Warcraft, Jesus Christ. So he's literally done everything. He's done everything. He's 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 in everything. <laughs> he, he has he, he has his own he has his own demo reels just sitting on his website. Like, he he has I just in, in the video game credits, the f- he did a voice for for Bushido Blade Two, which makes me happy. <laughs> That's awesome. Those games are so good. Uh, there's he apparently he did a voice on the Digimon cartoon. Jesus Christ, he's literally in everything. He's in everything, Kevin. He's everything and everybody. <laughs> Shit, Steve Bloom, goddamn. All right, now Steve, here's a section right here called "How to Be a Voice Actor." Jesus, go fuck oh yourself, Steve hey, Bloom. Hey, Steve Bloom, <laughs> if you're your listening to this. Uh, you're a cool guy. You should come up and uh, be on the podcast with us. Could be that'd be great. Let's see. You guys got to email him. This is this is what I'm telling you. Just email him. Just like, email hey, him. We uh, we have you booked for next week. Uh, just need forward. you to pop in. Pop in. We, we've already talked to your publicist. Uh, we just have you in this time slot. We need you. We we'll need. We're gonna cover. It's very time sensitive. We're gonna cover every subject. Every everything you've done. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's. I think I think that show has just done so much for the industry. Then, it was the first anime that Toonami picked up in two thousand and one. Really? Yes, is the first is the first series broadcast by Toonami. Uh, also, Steve Luna is the voice of Tom for Toonami. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's still the voice of Tom for Toonami. Yeah, is he? That's awesome. 
but like it's it's like it's a huge gateway anime um it's definitely one of those it's it'll send you down that deep deep anime hole mm-hmm. that is the weirdest thing ever by the way for him to voice tom and then like introduce Cowboy bebop and then like he'd be in the show. <laughs> introducing himself <laughs> right <laughs> Hey, check out check out this cool ass show that we're showing. I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so must watch. It's on Blu-ray, DVD, it's on Hulu, Crunchyroll. It might be on Laserdisc, I don't know. It's probably on Laserdisc. Uh it's probably on YouTube in full. You know, just it probably just mirrored, you know, slightly smaller. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> if you wanted to watch it, you couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. I mean, Oh, they do have laser discs. Yes. Oh, and the laser discs have cool ass covers on them too. Shit! Stop. I'm not even kidding. Holy shit! One cool thing so about laser discs is you can pause time. them frame for frame, which is kind of neat. But that's the only thing cool about a laser disc. Okay, I'm going to send you guys the pictures of the laser discs in the chat, and you're going to be like, "Okay, I need those to frame and put on my walls now." Let me see this. Because they look like album covers. Yo! They look wow. like fucking album covers, and I want all of them now. This is this is what I imagine the vinyl soundtrack would look like. Yeah, right. Fuck. This is, I've never seen these. These are amazing. Also, if you've never seen um, the Evangelion laser discs, are cool as fuck too. Yeah, I, I look. I want this. I want number eight, the eighth session cover, the one with Ed and I. That's on it. so cute. Oh, these are great. Oh, that last one is fantastic. You have to post them in the, session, in the on session the Twitter, Kev. Yeah, I'll I'll keep this and post this on the Twitter account so you can check it out. Uh, you uh, can get is, you can get the full set PM for a hundred and fifty dollars. May fourteenth, oh. I'm posting the link to this. That's actually not bad for all ten of them for a hundred and fifty. No, but then you gotta find some of those on no, the laser disc. I don't give a shit about playing them. I just want to hang up the pictures, <laughs> man. Or you can get each one for twenty dollars. Looks like they're I selling one. Uh, which one was it? The one with Ein? That is thirty-five dollars yeah. on eBay. All right, that's or fine. twenty. Oh, there's twenty-one. There's twenty bucks. Awesome. Get that for twenty that's bucks. That's cool. I'd buy that. The issue with framing laser discs is you gotta. Sometimes they're like a trifold, and if they're trifold, they might not fit in a record frame because it might be too thick. Hmm. Uh, I I have a couple. I'll, I'll I'll custom frame that thing. Yeah, might as well. They'd be pretty bitchin'. I'm probably gonna end up buying one of these, or yep. all of them potentially. <laughs> They'd be so cool. So yeah, Cowboy Bebop, watch it. Uh, Bebop, it's, it's, it's good it. stuff. Dude, make a make a free Crunchyroll account. It takes two seconds. You get you get like a two weeks. Yeah, you get a month free of Crunchyroll actually if you just sign up for the first time or just make a new email address. It's on there. Just watch it. It's really fucking good. And then make a fake costume. Yeah, they make a fake costume. You'd be real sexy at cons. Uh, adopt a corgi. Uh, adopt a corgi. Chop, uh, get, ch- chop your arm off and have a robot arm. Say, chop your yep, arms off. Yep, uh, mess up one of your eyes and get a robot one. And then freeze yourself. And you can be. <laughs> and then you'll be like almost every character. Yeah, it'd be great. It's like the ultimate cosplay right there. Yes. Uh, and then after that, watch uh, Samurai Champloo. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Uh, so, do you guys want to move on to questions? Yeah, let's do. It. Let's do it. This is also probably one of my favorite parts of doing the show is answering all of your questions. 
So our first question comes from at Weeaboo Sprinkle on Twitter. Oh, that's Rachel, isn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> hi, Rachel. And Thanks for the question. Hi, Rachel. Uh, Rachel asks, who do y'all think is the worst anime parent and the best anime parent? I already got my answer. Um, I know best anime parent. I can't think of worse. Worst anime parent is Goku because he fucking just dips out on his goddamn kids. <laughs> Goku, okay, yeah, uh, oh, he, like, he didn't even know who Gotenks was. No, yeah, yeah, we talked about this last time, he didn't know who Goten was, like, he was just like, who's this kid? Goten, he, he came up, oh, oh, yeah, I had another kid, I forgot, but, like, that's bullshit. Like, he, like, he hit it and died, and then he came back, like, four years later, and Oh, wait, here. uh, Piccolo, I don't want to train my son, so you train him. <laughs> I know you hate my guts, but here's my fucking firstborn child. Train him in the forest by yourself. Again, Sorry. Again, after he died. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding? Goku, you suck, man. Okay. Uh, best best parent. Jojo Sr. Basically, <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> Jojo's Grandpa Bizarre Jojo. Adventure. Yeah, he is the best parent. <laughs> um, uh, Deku's mom is best Deku's mom. Deku's mom, I could probably agree with, yeah. <laughs> Deku's mom is Deku's the best mom parent. is so um, great. She cares about him so much. Like as soon as she found out he got into the academy, she made him his first hero costume. Like so like, good. That is that and like there's there's a panel I actually tweeted out this morning, a picture of like of his mom pretending to be like captured and like Deku pretending to be All Might, and it's the cutest thing. Oh, ever. that is adorable. <laughs> like that is. So perfect parenting right there. The most supportive parent I've ever seen in the anime series. You gotta retweet that. You know, you know, you know, you know who's another good one for a good parent? Fucking Vegeta. Because he actually cares about his I kids. I love Vegeta. <laughs> Vegeta's one of my favorite characters of all time. He's so great. He's so ridiculous. Uh... I can't get past the hairline. Oh, worst parent. Um, Shin-chan's mother. <laughs> oh, I got another one for worst parent. Um, Kayo's mother in Erased. Oh yeah, because you know she tried to kill her daughter and shit and tried to hide it. Oof, that's true. Uh, yeah, Gendo for me probably. <laughs> Gendo, that, that is worse. Literally just <laughs> the shittiest human alive. Gendo's a real cool guy though. Uh, Kaneda and. Tetsuo's parents, they, they weren't there. Because <laughs> they weren't there. Uh, if we're going with the they're not there thing, not there's there. like how many how many missing, uh, how many single parent oh, anime all, main characters all, are yeah. there? <laughs> all their kids have amnesia. <laughs> uh, Aaron's dad and Attack on Titan. But he gave him superpowers. I don't mean shit. His, his dad's reason that his dad is the whole reason that show happened. His his dad is okay, so but his dad long. is the whole reason as to why everyone is still alive. Think about that one. I guess I don't know. Okay, uh, Doctor Light in the Mega Man cartoon. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. <laughs> yes. 
god. What's <laughs> well, so, I mean, Doctor Light, Doctor Light, like Mega Man X, so he teaches you how to do a Hadouken. Like, yeah, that's the coolest <laughs> shit ever. He pops, I, I love he pops like, he pops in, a, in a Ryu in a Ryu outfit and does a Hadouken for you, and he actually says Hadouken, Jesus. which is like the best thing in the world. I just picture Doctor Light just playing Street Fighter while Mega Man's out saving the world, and he's like, "Oh hey." I learned how to do a Hadouken. <laughs> he was, he was, he was, like, the thing, in his message box, he says, like, I learned this from a great warrior. I was like, so you just met Ryu. No, he probably just like, played the game. He's playing the game, yeah. <laughs> no, like, no. See, the thing is, Mega Man X takes place in the universe where Marvel vs. Capcom happens. Is that is that legit? Is that real? I don't know. Is that a thing? I'm, I'm going to make that make sense. Oh I'm going to recon that. I must know. So, that's how Mega Man knows how to Jesus. do a Hadouken. God. That was a good question. That was fun. That was a good question. That's a good question. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, next question comes from Liliana Williams. And she asks, if you were to be placed into any anime, which would it be? Do we get... Okay. Like, Is it just the universe, or would you be part of like the story that's going on? Because um, I have I'd two answers then. The I want to be part of the story. So if I'm, if I'm part of the story, I want to be fucking Tenchi, because I want all them babes fighting over me, because that's pretty sweet. Where, didn't you cosplay as Tenchi and have that photo shoot happen? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> but that would be great. Because all of those uh, ladies are babes. All of them. I'd want to be a Digimon. I'd want to be like one of the Digidestined for Digimon. <laughs> you like, I'm surprised you wouldn't want to be a Pokemon trainer. No, I, no. Fuck that noise. I, I want to be a Digidestined. Because I can have like fucking Vmon and be the coolest kid in the world. I wouldn't want to be a Pokemon trainer. I, uh, no. I just want to be Kirito. Uh. Keyword like, art online. Uh, well, you know, I, I I wouldn't actually mind being Simone from Grand Lagon. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind being an Air Gear, minus all of the the gang fighting and killing. Right. You just want to be like a sidekick. I just want a pair of Air Tracks, and I want to be able to just have air tracks. shit. That's all I want. <laughs> just give me some like hardcore, super powered rollerblades that I can literally climb walls with, and that I'll be happy. That's it. That's all I need. That's all you need. What about you, Drew? Oh, I'm trying to think. There's so many good good ones. Um, let's go with... Uh, uh, man, I can't decide. You could be Shinji I, and Ava. You could, uh, be, you could be Guts or Griffith in Berserk. Let's do, let's do Akira. Just being one of the gangs. Just one of those badass... Neo Tokyo, cyberpunk gangs just just have a sweet light up bike, sweet light cycle bike, and just raising havoc and potentially having psychic powers. That's it. Be sick. And turn to a giant blob monster. Yeah, there you go. My final form. <laughs> but only after only after a laser blows your arm off, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, so thank you, Liliana. That was a fun question. Yeah, I like that uh, one. And, of course, our final question comes from our good, good boy, Coffee Condor. Thank you, Brian. And Brian asks, do you have a favorite fictional martial art? Okay, so this one is, this one is easy for me, um, mainly because I'm going through Hunter x Hunter right now. But the whole mm-hmm. system of Nen in Hunter x Hunter is so deep and well thought out that I would have to say that like it's there's so many different aspects to it and everybody's like their own 
specialization, and it, it depends on, like, if you're this specialization where you can also delve into this specialization, but since you're too far from this one, you can't learn this one. And, like, there's so many different aspects that come into play, and it's done in a really smart way in the series See, that I really, really now, like that. Yours is so close to mine. Yours is extremely close to mine. Yeah. I was going to say hockey for One Piece. It's the same shit. It's all the same. Hockey, Hockey's kind of crazy, though. Hockey is hockey. Yeah, hockey is like one of the coolest things ever. But I mean, a, 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 but the thing is with hockey, everybody can learn every kind of hockey. It's not just like you only get one and can dabble in the other one. You can learn every kind of hockey. Yeah. I like the limitations that Nen puts on you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What you so. got? You got anything, Drew? Yeah. Let's uh. Let's go with one of those characters from. Um, Kill a kill, just like, like the boxing guy, just like their crazy ass like fighting combos using their outfit to just wreck havoc. Those I would were love all to have special clothes, so cool. Yeah, that make me strong. Yeah, like here's my here's my gloves. Oh yeah, and they like shoot other gloves. <laughs> I want whatever power uh, Gamagori has, where he just gets bigger or smaller depending on whatever scene he's in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what scale he fits in because it seems like he's like nine feet tall, and then like he has like the most Dorito-shaped body I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right. Early Transformers had that issue too. Like I'm Megatron and I turn into a tiny handgun. <laughs> so, yeah, that still makes no sense. <laughs> to me I wish they would have kept him turning into a, a gun here. I, I wish mm-hmm. they would bring it back for like the Michael Bay movies. Oh god, that he would turn into a gun. Just, that'd be so good. <laughs> He just turns into a massive I, I, pistol. I would, I would go see the Michael Bay movies just if he did just that. to see that. Yeah, yeah. Sam, that'd be enough to make me go pay like seven dollars to go see that movie. Sam Raimi, it'd get be, on it. It'd be yeah. like it'd be like twelve dollars for me to see that here because Chicago. Chicago. Actually, be like five dollars. I go to the one before noon. Nice. I wouldn't, wouldn't spend <laughs> nice. Because I don't need to go out at night. I'm an adult. I can do what I want. Uh, but Brian, thank you for your question. Uh, Brian always comes through with like the most clutch questions uh, ever. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait till we get to our like Q and A. Oh god, thing that's gonna be gonna so do. much fun when you're in town. Because there's like there's like three questions on there from him uh, <laughs> that I threw in there. So this will be it'll be real good. Yeah. So that's that's the episode. Don't forget, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. We're all over the fucking place. Thanks to Kev. Um, uh, or whatever else you listen to podcasts on, because our RSS feed is all over the place. Apparently, is it? Yeah, I mean, I, I searched, I searched the podcast, and it popped up for like some other podcast shit I'd never heard of. So somehow, some other RSS, some, 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 something else got our RSS feed, and it's, it's they're streaming it to their thing, which is fine. It's more listens. I don't really care. This is free. That was me. That's Sorry. So it's whatever. Sorry about That's that. That's weird. <laughs> I did that. You're welcome. Uh- uh, Thanks. Next week we'll be back with uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid with uh, two special guests. We got a double duty episode. Uh, Miss Katie Farina and Ryan Sig Sig Sai Sai. Okay. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, social network stuff. Where can we find you, Drew? Uh, Everywhere. Drewwise.com. <laughs> That's where you'll find any of the new stuff I'm putting out. Um, I'll have some new stuff. This week at the Yeti, per usual. Um, and I will have some APs, some artist proofs of the Bebop poster 
eventually on the Yeti site, so keep an eye out for that. Um, probably have like about 15 of them, so it won't be very many, but uh, okay. if you're interested, grab one. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye out for that one. Uh, Where can we find you, Kevin? You can find... Well, Drew, what is your next convention that you're going to? Because I know you don't you don't go to a bunch, uh, but I know you go with the Yeti. I'll be at Indie Pop, um, hanging with all the normal boots boys. Um, okay. And I don't know what the next one is. It, it all depends on what Glenn and Mike drag me to, to help out gotcha. networking and whatnot. But, um... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Vince, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Vince on literally everything. Just search V-E-E-N-C-E on your favorite social media platform, and you'll probably find me. And if you don't, then too bad. Live Journal, Zanga, all those ones. Actually, Live Journal and Zanga, I do have Vince for both of those still. <laughs> uh, I might have deleted the Zanga. I'm pretty sure I still have the Live Journal. Uh, I'm pretty sure I deleted everything on there because most of it was like me ranting when i was like 16 years old about how unfair my parents were um i actually think my, my deviant art is still up and it still has a bunch of like really old shit on there so awesome. i should probably oh, awesome. delete all of that <laughs> uh, be sure to post find... that post that for us kev thank you uh, Jesus. yeah where can we find I'm you kev uh, you can find <laughs> me at uh at kev Bobbitt on twitter uh, you can also find me on uh, the 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 uh, iTunes. The, not iTunes. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can you can find me on iTunes because you're listening to this. You can find me on the Twitter account for this show as well at Shonen Trashcast. Um, and I also do another podcast now. We have two episodes out. Um, it's called Omnicast Overwatch. It's an Overwatch podcast. Awesome. Um, where we talk about they talk about ships and, and they talk about all the hot ladies <laughs> and Ooh. all of the cool uh, costumes. Our, our next episode there. is on is on Symmetra. So oh, there you go. Nice. Uh, Don't miss it. But we talk about all the new patches and all the new like special events that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Last last week we were speculating what the what the uh, the anniversary event was going to be because we had no details on it yet. Uh, we still don't because the anniversary. We're gonna I'm, we're gonna hear something about it probably this week or next week. I bet I, I bet so. there will be a leak. I feel like everything Overwatch has happening. There's always like a leak a day ahead. There, of there's time. been some small leaks already. There's yeah, already I, I feel like it's intentional. Already. I feel like they're intentionally leaking it to get those like it's, it's social be. media like ooh here oh leak up, leak instead of just so, posting it. I've talked about what I want specifically out of the the update and i just want everybody to have a uh, a party hat outfit mm-hmm. like just the standard costume and then just have a party hat and that's it that's all i want the uh the big rumor that's going around and and this, this seems like the most likely thing is um the there'll be, there'll be special anniversary loot boxes there'll be new stuff in it but each loot box also has a chance like each each like one item out of each one is going to be an item from that was like a special event item from a past event from this year. That would be awesome. So I can get fun. Some old yeah. Junkrat stuff. I just want because I would definitely buy. I would. I would actually buy loot boxes for that one. I just want color palettes. I want color palettes, like in fighting games. Just change the colors of that outfit be, you have. That'd be kind of nice. Actually. You could have your whole team look I'd, the same I'd, colors. You know, like blue and green. That'd be kind of cool with that one. Yeah. That would be pretty sweet. I just want party hats. That's all party I want. Party hats. Yep. I just want everybody to have a party hat. It's like when like Team Fortress, uh, you, like yeah, or like yeah. when uh, when um, 4chan has uh, its birthday and every post has a party hat on it. I want it like that. <laughs> 
Just email him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, email that's Drew's advice. Just, just email, email him, him. <laughs> and email. it might it might work out. <laughs> buy buy a whole bunch of shirts from the Yeti. Go yes. to the Yeti, buy uh, shirts. They all have cool designs. Drew does a, a good handful of them. Drew does. I like. I have a. I have one of Drew's shirts on right now. Uh, he does fantastic work all the time. Thanks so much. He's he's he's. If you if if you're one of the people that loves Undertale, he did all the artwork for the vinyl for that. Yeah, I have a lot more vinyl uh, too. I did art for. There's like five, five or six vinyl like in the in the works. You, you did the you did the Ninja Sen, the Ninja Senki one. I bought that. Yeah, yeah, and I got more too coming. Stay yeah. tuned. See, look, look at this. this... <laughs> nice. Uh, yes. Just follow Drew on Twitter. Follow Drew. He's a lot cooler than us. No way. He's a lot no cooler way. Than we are. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for being on the show, man. This was cool. Heck Please yeah. don't forget to send in your listener questions to shonentrashcast at gmail.com or using the hashtag shonenasks. Or just shoot them to me or Kevin on Facebook or whatever if you're friends. Uh, yeah. But uh, I have been a Space Bruce Lee Vincent Perez. I've been a cryo frozen gambling lady Kevin Bobbitt. And I've been Drew Wise. See you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam.